Recently, I had a conversation with a church woman, a woman raised in the Baptist church, attended the Baptist church all her life, and I found I was almost destroyed by this woman. She told me about many sins that were going on in the Baptist church, and I said, oh, that's terrible. That's terrible for that to be happening. And I said, well, when I see something like that happening, I take the Bible and read it to them. These were sexual sins that she knew of in going on in the Baptist church and homosexual and lesbian sins. They want the sinners to come to church but they won't read the scripture about the sin to them because they don't want to offend the sinner. This makes no sense, except that they want the big numbers of attendance and money. God said to me once, the world wants to be approved to sin. And they see a certain approval by attending church. The world wants approval to sin, but the church, the real church, wants freedom from sin. The scriptures give you freedom from that sin, show you clearly it's a sin. And God told me, when I speak of being homosexual lesbian, when I speak of that subject, read the Bible. Don't just say it's a sin. Read the Bible. Romans chapter 1, verses 26 through 28. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections, for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature, and likewise also the men leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust one toward another, men with men working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meat. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. Romans chapter 1, verses 26 through 28. Don't just say it's a sin. Read the Bible. The Bible says it's a sin. God says it's a sin. Can a homosexual be saved? Of course. If they believe the Bible and see that the homosexual and lesbian actions are a sin in the sight of God and they repent of that sin, and turn from it and don't do it again. That's what Jesus told the woman taken in adultery in John chapter 8. 
go and sin no more. You can't continue in the sin and be saved. In James chapter 4, we read, A friend of the world is the enemy of God. If you show them that you will be a friend with them when they are going the opposite direction from the Bible, you make yourself an enemy of God. And before long, you'll get to thinking, oh, what they're doing is not really so bad. And you'll be swept away. You don't think you'll be swept away, but there's a great danger. When I spoke to this Baptist woman and she gave me her doctrine, I was just devastated. I was so sad and had so much grief. She, years ago, was one of the most political people I've ever met. They were even registering people to vote at the Baptist church, and she was just praising that. And I said, that's wrong. That's wrong. You're putting your stamp of approval on people, on men and women in politics. When you know they had to compromise to get there, and you have no idea how much sin they're committing in private. And if people are committing sin in private, the Apostle John tells us in Second John, if you approve them, you are viewed by God as the partaker of their sins, and you greatly risk losing rewards in heaven. Second John, start at verse 8. Look to yourselves that we lose not those things which we have wrought, but that we receive a full reward. Whosoever transgresseth and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ hath not God. He that abideth in the doctrine of Christ, he hath both the Father and the Son. If there come any unto you and bring not this doctrine, receive him not into your house, neither bid him Godspeed. Have a good day. For he that biddeth him God's speed is partaker of his evil deeds. I rarely say to anyone, have a good day. If I know for sure that person is living by faith in God, hearing God, trying to follow God by the scriptures, then I might wish that person well. But this is just so foolish to keep saying, have a good day to people who are going to go out and commit sin because if you do that, 
you're going to be partaker of their evil deeds, says the Apostle John. Second John, verses 8 through 11. I turned to God very strongly after this Baptist woman brought her words to my ears. And I begged God to please restore my soul, help me, cleanse me of all unrighteousness. Sometimes you have to just kind of hold on until the right thing is brought to you by God. Later I was reading the Bible and 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 helped me greatly. Starting at verse 13. But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, concerning those who have died, that ye sorrow not even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not go before them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Now that scripture right there, verse 16, really helped me. Jesus will come with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we be ever with the Lord. I don't know exactly how, but this scripture restored me. Depend on God to bring what you need to restore you after you have encountered a church person who has pulled you down. And then avoid that person. Thank you for allowing me to share with you today.